new moon in Pisces, unconditional peace, and the ground of being. The possibility arises to cultivate a shared sense of true oneness, unconditionally, regardless of what is going on out there in the world. Today, March 2nd, we welcome a new moon in the mutable water sign of Pisces, the fish. With the flood of global events washing over us all, it can be hard to catch our breath. It can be hard to believe that we will ever, quote, get through this time in history. Just when we thought we were done with waves one, two, and three of the pandemic pandemonium, here we are with a new, quote, enemy, a new war to rally around, whether you believe in it or not. What can we learn from Pisces at this time? The sign of the fishes is the traditional sign of endings, of non-duality, of oneness, as well as disillusion. Pisces is the ruler of the 12th and final house of a chart. It can be seen as a slop heap, yet it is also the terrain of unconditional acceptance, of unshakable peace, and the ultimate forgiveness that comes with the understanding that we are all moving together in this universe as one and no one is separate. First, the tough parts. I'm not surprised at all by the recent developments of Russia invading the Ukraine and the clamoring of, quote, we've got another Hitler on our hands by NATO superpowers activating all kinds of horrific emotions and sensations in our collective brainstems. Why am I not surprised? First, I've been writing frequently here of the U.S. Pluto return of 2022, bulldozing through the sign of Capricorn and giving us the obvious message that government is going to be involved with some ugly or shady stuff all year. Remember, Pluto, Hades, is akin to Lord Shiva, creator and destroyer and great transformer. We are also celebrating Shivaratri, the great night of Shiva, at this new moon. Shiva is also here to help us remove the ignorance that keeps us asleep to the truth. Second, Venus, goddess of relationships, is just returning from her long winter's journey underground to join Pluto, finally returning to the point where she first went retrograde in December. Yet only now, she is arm-in-arm -arm with Mars, god of war. Mars is exalted, for better or for worse, in the sign of Capricorn, where he can really let it rip, and he aims to win, no matter the cost. All three of these planets, Venus, Mars, and Pluto, are conjunct at the time of this March 2nd new moon. They are continuing the theme of Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto's same Capricorn convergence two years ago, a culmination now. It's another wave of the same energies we've had since March of 2020. Shadow, power, control, destruction, and transformation. Pluto also represents the masses, and the masses are certainly being bludgeoned with images 
and select influences through news outlets, social media, and the controlled flow of information, no matter which narrative you feel most aligned with. Another important ongoing transit is the square between Saturn, authority, tradition, control, and Uranus, freedom, the people, independence, that technically finished in December 2021, yet is still within orb through November 2022. This challenging 90-degree aspect is making everything difficult for the collective, painful, a pivotal face-off and a confrontation of interests that are not in agreement and necessary in order to grow on a deeper evolutionary level. Clarifying our consciousness. Are you aware of the onslaught of images being thrust into our psyches from moment to moment? It's hard to escape it, even if we make an effort to stay off of social media or watch or read less of the news. The power of the collective is so strong that even if you're living in a hermitage, you're likely going to pick up on what the general public is processing. I'm truly sorry about that, sensitives and empaths. It's tough. However, we are reminded that all of this is necessary. Use this time to deepen your fortitude, to awaken to the truth that is here and now. Pisces can be a very spiritual influence, flowy and flowing. And this is the high side, the one that I invite you to drop into. Trust your intuition, your spirit, to trust you, to guide you through these times. You might hear your soul speak to you in the dream time, or in a hunch, a gut feeling, a spidey sense, a nagging suspicion. For the past two years, we were collectively caught up and focused on living through a pandemic. I have my own perspectives on manipulation of minds and bodies. I have my own feelings on the fear-mongering tactics and the greed machine of the media, government, and big business triumvirate, including pharmaceutical interests, coercing us into what to believe and what to fear, and how it all played the general public right into the hands of supporting the interests of a power elite. And how convenient. Now we have another war to focus on. Now we can be distracted away from questioning what was really behind the COVID crisis or the true long-term impact, safety, or efficacy of vaccines. We also don't have to think about the precedent set by governments invoking emergency acts to access protesting individuals' bank accounts. Isn't it convenient? Now we can rally against another enemy, keeping us focused on war within ourselves, distracting us from having enough time to breathe, to dance, to truly live. Now we can continue to stay glued to the screen to wonder what's happening over there and what that means for us at home. And is the U.S. going to be drawn into a war? Whose interests are ultimately being served, truly? It's a critical time to re-enter the realm of the spirit, not a spiritual bypass, no. Fortunately or unfortunately, we must experience consciously the pains and the pleasures that come our way. But our lived experience may be a lot easier, regardless of conditions. If we come back in the present time, grounded, 
to see clearly, to see the play, the illusion being played on the stage for what it is, to see that there are constant attempts to hijack our hearts and our minds and our energies and our consciousness, individual and collective, bought and fought for, for the use of others' interests. See how all of this brouhaha, this fear, is so skillfully designed. Can you see how this is leading you away from your own heart, your own intuition? If there is a purpose, quote-unquote, to this dark era, let it be this, to see the dark, to face the collective shadow. The shadow has become so incredibly obvious, it is impossible to ignore, isn't it? This is the gift of Pluto and Capricorn, and this week, with the Venusian goddess of peace and the martial god of war converging with our underground friend, Pluto, well, how much more clear could the dark be? You see, to be free, one must face everything. One must not deny. The disowned parts of self are wreaking havoc in the collective. The solution Stop disowning the darkness, face and embrace it all. Meantime, dance. Dance to keep your spirits high. Dance to clear your psyche and your body of the constant influx of negativity and hatred. Yes, I know it is a paradox. How do we embrace and clear darkness at the same time? See that there's a grasping for your attention, for your energy, so that you won't wake up to what's really happening. But when the shadow is spotted and named, the energy is already on the road to transformation. That's how we get over, with grace. Jupiter and Neptune conjunction, a preview. Here's the saving grace on the way. The two natural rulers of the sign of the fishes, Jupiter and Neptune, will be conjunct on April 12th. They have not joined in Pisces since 1856. Because this March 2nd new moon is so near this conjunction, we can feel it already coming into form. This is a very idealistic aspect and highly spiritual in potential. Jupiter expands and Neptune dissolves. Pisces rules hypnosis, the movie, the field of opium poppies. Yes, it could mean that we are in for an even bigger illusion, a grand facade, a fake that puts one over on us all, a sleight of hand, a ledger domain that makes David Copperfield look like an amateur. Watch for this. Yet, on the positive side, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is a chance to awaken the heart, to find real peace in one's own being. There is a possibility to cultivate a shared sense of true oneness unconditionally regardless of what is going on, quote, out there in the world, regardless of what the culture or society is up to, regardless of what your immediate environs are, and regardless of current circumstances. Witness the land. Witness the oceanic waves, the amazing earth, the rising and falling of sun and moon. Know that what is playing out in the world stage is only one dimension, just one aspect of totality. Separate reality from smoke and mirrors. There are many realms, many dimensions. Trust that we are being guided so long as we tune in to the right channel.
In a way, it is time to understand the only way out is in and through. At this time of the new moon in Pisces, when everything is in flux, when it seems there is nowhere to turn, remember the place that is ever at home, ever undisturbed, source, the self, the ground of being. Cultivate this peace by going deeper and simultaneously going higher. Awakening is not a spiritual bypass. Continue processing whatever feelings arise in the body and in the heart and let them wash through. Stay pure in the mind. Pray, chant, or sing, dance, meditate, and watch the clouds come and go. Be discerning about what you read or see. Go deeper, go higher. Stay aware and don't let your life force energy be siphoned off. Stay firmly anchored in the ground of being. You are that. The truth of who you are remains untouched by this play. Knowing this, take whatever worldly action or non-action that you naturally feel called to from a place of trust and surrender and true nature. Dwell in and as unconditional peace, the very substratum of our existence. Thank you for listening to this article and for sharing it with others. Suggested playlist songs for this post include Gimme Some Truth by John Lennon, How I Got Over by Aretha Franklin, and Don't Let It Bring You Down by Neil Young. For more, visit Aaron Reese dot substack dot com.